0: How's it going, everybody? This is Justin with Justin Our Minds. Today, we'll talk about a story about a young boy. He was, you know, the early age. We'll start at six or seven. He was labeled at an early age as a troublemaker. From friends' parents, his own parents. So growing up in that atmosphere, he just always, that's what he heard. He was the devil's child he was the devil's spawn he he was always ridiculed or had friends and friends parents and those the neighbor kids parents tell him oh you know you can't play with that kid he's a he's a bad kid he's he's bad he's this he's that so this kid this boy growing up in this environment you'll realize that or he started to realize that he was, uh, he started embodying that, like he was a bad kid and a lot of the individuals he hung out with at that time and family members were of that caliber of crowd, the, you know, the, the different people that may not have the, the regular social cues or, uh, the same, Um, modern day respect levels or what, what, what people would think is, uh, social norms or the, like a certain type of, uh, manners that it definitely, definitely not the non cussing church style of individuals growing up a little bit more barbaric, a little bit more, um, unhinged, um, but having a childhood like that and constantly being told that you are a bad kid or a bad student or a troublemaker or won't be won't amount to nothing or you know and having friends tell you oh sorry i can't play with you or having groups of kids Telling, say they want to play, but their parents say they can't, cause uh, you'll get them in trouble. Um, that really can make you feel like an outcast. Along with that, and having interesting male role models as a young at a young age, and seeing that anger and domination of sorts gets you to be respected, and. The idea of love uh, was vague and didn't really make sense uh, to this boy. So, what would this boy do? He's going to lean towards what he thinks are his strengths or what he sees as strengths. And he's going to embody what everything and everybody is telling him that he is a bad kid, that he's a troublemaker. That he needs to become this loveless warrior that doesn't take no for an answer, and and doesn't listen to many, and and pulls his sword out any chance he gets to fight anybody that disagrees with him, um, any authority figures, anything that undermine him or or he didn't agree with um there would be hell so having an environment that isn't surrounded necessarily by love and appreciation and understanding uh it can harden a person so looking at the environment of individuals or be having more awareness of these people and where they come from uh that i think that brings a little more empathy into life because this this child i'm talking about i'm talking about myself and for me my whole life growing up i idolized and uh, admired people for the wrong type of strength even recently i catch myself uh you know i look up to the the professional fighting culture pretty highly but the more i get to know certain people that i admired for a long time Uh, And this could be, you know, between some special forces or uh, this can be, you know, know, I'm not I'm not categorizing anybody in a group, but I'm just saying mm, probably like 50 percent, 70, we'll say 65 percent of some of these individuals uh, turn out to be a level of insecurity that's masked by anger, pain or a hardened shell. And that's what I developed at an early age, and looking at that now, it makes me realize that, you know, um, it's it's easy to get wrapped up in the people you admire. So, and you you, you gotta be able to format, and. and and look at things for what they really are, instead of creating this false sense of uh, people or seeing bits and pieces of characteristics. Another thing too is looking deeper and deeper into psychology. Uh, Looking deeper and deeper into psychology, that'll help. You'll see a lot more cues and a lot more warning signs, or really um, like the golden apple um, within, individuals and you'll be able to see more light that shines through too for dark individuals or the opposite people that put on a good front. Uh, these people nowadays that seem like, uh, men or women of God or gurus or whatever it may be. But in reality, you know, they could show up to their Sunday sermon or meditation or, or yoga or, you know, whatever else, uh, you know, uh, FaceTime or whatever it may be, and you'll notice that they're playing a character, and a lot of these bullies and people in our day and age, they're playing characters, they're playing roles in their own life. I have made myself a victim to that many times. I had multiple roles in my own life uh, with certain friends and different friend groups, but it's understandable at a young age when you're trying to understand who you are and develop um, develop yourself into a person based off your surroundings in your environment. At least nowadays, it's a little easier with YouTube and social media and different things like that. But at the same time, you're only seeing clips and bits and pieces of people's best lives and these characters that they're fucking portraying. So one of the things that I try to do more than anything now is just be a genuine person. And because I don't like when I meet somebody and they're not the person. I mean, I understand sometimes like they they have a stage presence, and I can respect that. Um, but it's it's hard. It's hard to play characters. It's one thing if you're in a movie and you're getting paid to do that. But it's another thing if it's it's your own personal thing you're doing. But then you you're not. You're trying, and I, I still respect the fact that some people are trying to live up to their word, and live up to their teaching and what they're explaining. But the, it being one chapter ahead of something can still, at the end of the day, potentially make you a phony, um, and and you don't feel um, you don't feel genuine by the by the end of it all, you know. So it's. The more I get to know myself and why I looked into certain qualities of people, but then also see the, the double-edged sword of why certain people are brave in certain aspects and weak in another, it makes me realize that I need to focus on way more of who I am and who I'm trying to be. Because you can surround yourself with people that you admire, or people that you did admire for certain aspects of their life, but then you put them on a pedestal or whatever it may be, or you you wrap your you wrap this idea of who people are, and then you turn them into something that they're not, and that can be you know that can be detrimental to your own life or to other people's, uh, or your perspective of people or you know whatever there there's a lot going on the mind's a tricky thing. Uh, But the moral of most of this that I'm getting to is have awareness of you as a person, have awareness of your patterns, learn why you do certain things. It's hard when people's diets are shit, their sleep schedules are bullshit. uh, They run devices every chance they get and they always have an excuse Um, and they can paint this picture and they can give people the basic idea of who they are as a person and uh, they can talk about. So like... Um, but for myself, I've done this over the years. I thought I was just trying to relate to people, um, and explain cool stories or whatever that were similar to theirs, but that's still a form of external validation. I'm trying to bring myself up to a certain person's level, uh, for whatever reason, because I might admire them, but then in, in return, I'm, I'm not, I'm not meeting them. That I'm trying to meet them at some artificial level where I think I need to meet them, and then that's an external validation in some sorts. Not all the time. I'm just saying this can be. So you have this per. So for myself, I see it now in more people. I see people that sit down. I know people that are well successful. They're millionaires or they're pro this, pro that. But then somebody that's of the same caliber as them, but different, doing things that they might ne- not necessarily do, or they're in a group of people and they don't know very many people, or they're on a podcast, or whatever it may be, um, a YouTube channel, you know, blah, 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 blah. I see it all over the place. But then they have to resort back to certain stories that they don't even need to tell for situations that they don't even need to bring up. Um, I've seen it um, a, a couple weekends ago at some parties, and I've seen it recently at a party. Um, this these people were just talking about themselves constantly and they kept having to show their phone, show pictures, show this, show that. And I'm like, man, this like, and I know some of these people and these people are in every aspect. They're successful, but in certain crowds, they feel they, they put themselves lower than these other people. When in reality, it's all, we're all even in some aspect or another. And it's not a competition. It's, it's, it's life. Like, I, I had a hard time understanding external validation through other people or putting people on these imaginary pedestals, even when you don't think you do, or like the whole like, I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't, I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks, but in reality, it's not that you care what other people think. It's, it's the reflection of you caring about yourself and knowing you're not giving yourself your all. Or there's things out there that you want to do and you're not accepting yourself for face value or you're not accepting yourself or love yourself truly enough um, to just be yourself and be you and not need to be up at a certain caliber for some some people. It's totally fine if you have a, common, uh, like a similar story and it's fucking story time. But if you're at a party or an event and it's three hours and all I hear is you talking about yourself then you're looking for external validation on a level that you're never going to find. You're pouring a f- you're, uh, you're pouring a glass of water. You're pouring a, like a what the hell is it? a pitcher of water into a cup that has no bottom. It's just going to continuously flow through. And then maybe you have a small hole so you could watch the cup get filled up. But after an hour when no one's paying attention to your stories, or you're not talking, and then that cup empties again, then what's going to happen? You're going to have to refill that pitcher again. And that cup's going to continue to empty until you plug that cup or you get a new cup. But you can't get a new cup because you are the cup. So it's plugging that hole or restructuring um, the cup itself. Now, I'm not saying you're a broken cup, um, but I will say that if the water's leaking and you continuously have to push and talk about what you're doing and do these things. If somebody asked, that's one thing but if if you're just continuously talking about yourself to other people, no. Or if you walk into a room and you know, I, I hear this through Wes Watson and Joe Rogan and all these successful people, that you know, you if you walk into a room and you you can you can accept people are better than you at certain things, but you it doesn't take away from you as a person because it shouldn't that just means that they pulled a different deck of cards out and they shuffle a little different than you and they have other life experiences like for me for a long time see all these special force guys military guys I'd hang out with these people and, or like, and I just, I'm like, man, I didn't do that. Or I, oh man, I didn't do this. Oh, I want, I, I want to join the military, blah, blah, blah. And in reality, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think, I still think I'm a badass or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm diminishing myself slowly with internal talk. And that's what that's all about. You know, Wes Watson, some of these other people, um, they'll say like even Jordan Peterson and some of these people, they'll say you can walk into a room and know you're the baddest motherfucker in the room. I heard Tim Kennedy, a lot of these people say that. That doesn't physically mean that you need to walk in there and know you, are the, you could beat everybody up in the room. That could be a thing. I mean, there's plenty of rooms I walk into and I feel that way. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, and I, I don't think necessarily that's what they're th- saying. It's like when you walk into a room and you're a fully lit candle, no one's going to blow out that fucking flame. You're burning just as bright, if not brighter, than everybody else in that fucking room. Your cup's continuously full, and when your cup is full and it stays full, you can use that pitcher for other people's cups. You can add the conversations. You can have other. You can have these other things. But you're not being a fucking insecure narcissist, and you're not digging into. Uh, you know, you're not digging into uh, these internal um, insecurities and giving out all these stories. And for a lot of these people, the stories are fucking bullshit. And I know, because I used to do this, especially when I would drink. I would start off with real stories, this is you know my early 20s or whatever, start off with real stories and then they just just slowly lose traction and get fabricated. Even sometimes now I talk about things like when people ask and I catch myself almost worrying um, if these people aren't enjoying the conversation. And then I catch myself and I'm like, no, fuck that. This is all real. And if this person's insecure or don't like the story, fuck them. Like you don't have to, you're not doing anything out of spite or negativity. You're being yourself. They asked you a question. If they believe you or not, that's on them. That's on them. That's a, that's a mere projection of their own insecurities. Um, usually the more successful you get in life, uh, the more haters you have. And a lot of the time, so some of these people are, are, are excited for you. And it's not even, it, it, this blew my mind. I heard this quote. It says, a lot, I think it was uh, um, Michael Sheed. I think it was on his podcast. They're talking about it. It's like, sometimes people that seem always seem excited for you, it's not even that they're excited. They're just surprised that you leveled up again. Like deep down, they might not appreciate you. And I've noticed that I have more friends that I thought were close friends. I used to think I didn't have haters. I used to think it was only me that would talk negative to, about myself. Fuck no. In the last two years, I've noticed more and more people for these little psychological traits um, that, that'll that come to me and say something to me. And I used to take it as me uh, being egotistical when I'm talking about like us being part of this or that or how, like me putting out that, uh, like I, the, the strength aspect or my nutrition or whatever. And then people come at me with these sideways jokes or whatever, and they're body shaming me for be, being healthy or whatever it is, you know, and success. Or, and then I hear these stories from other people saying like, Oh yeah, you know, Justin doesn't do this or that, but that's all fine. All the, all the people in the world can talk shit, but if you're doing the work, and you're realistically being the best version of yourself, or creating the best version of yourself. And you're not going through these vices and uh, telling everybody you're not going to drink, and then you know you're drinking in your room, or you're you know hiding somewhere smoking weed, or you're you know fucking doing crack or what I don't know whatever the fuck you do. You know, like if you're you know hiding from your wife and kids and drinking in a bedroom or something like that, or you know, you tell everybody you're gonna not do this or you're gonna do this thing. That's external validation. You're telling all these people all these promises and then eventually they just stop believing you. And I've had that happen with me. And I have some of that going on right now. You know, there there are those people Um there are those promises that some of us make and I think one of the biggest things in the world you can do is keep to your promise. And the number one person you have to promise yourself and and be realistic is yourself. Because if you're not doing if if you can't keep a promise to yourself, um there's that's where your self-worth starts. If you're not doing hard shit and you always go for the comfort and you're okay with quitting at everything, every once in a while it's cool to fail. Um but yeah. That, that shit will happen. And that's what's going to create substance problems and everything else. Those are all forms of escapism. Sugar, all this stuff. Don't get me wrong. We all have vices. We're all going to always have vices. Whether it's social media, shit. Reading books to get away from work can be a vice. That can be escapism. You know, there's And I'm not bashing on anybody. I'm, I'm talking about myself. So a lot of the times when I talk about these situations, they're things that happened to me or I am doing or have done. Most of this I'm growing out of it. So I took some mushrooms last night and I'm at an event at my buddy's house. And I could just, I'm putting together all these past experiences. And it wasn't a crazy amount, it was like a 0.6. So it was like half a gram, a little bit more than half a gram. Um, But I'm putting together all these things. And everything's kind of like adding up and I see it. And the more I don't, it's not that I don't give a fuck, it's I give a fuck more about me and I don't care about the gray noise. And I'm becoming the most secure version of myself, which I have been in the past, but I thought that was an over ego because insecure fucking people were letting me belittle myself and I was listening to them uh, belittle me or tell me these things because they were insecure and I see it now. And it's happened for the last five or six years. So it's just wild. It's just wild. But moral of the story is whatever your environment is, whoever you're around, these people or you in general. If you're not doing hard things daily, if you're not keeping promises to yourself and going through with them. If you're not trying to create the best version of yourself when you go in these rooms with these fucking heavy hitter, these heavy hitters and these people that are far more successful than you, yeah, it's a little daunting. Yeah, you're going to feel like you're below below them, but you shouldn't. That just that should be motivation and fire to boil that fucking pot Of magic to get you to that next level to get you going to get you flowing I I, I wasn't always confident you know and sometimes my confidence came from it was a hardened shell with a bottled up boy that was afraid to be insecure or afraid to be vulnerable and super insecure so he had to fight his way through anger out of everything but you got to flow through all of them you got to cry you got to laugh you got to you got to express all emotions and one of the biggest things that we deal now is we have too many ways to escape our real self in the last four years I've had more depression because I, I took out devices uh, I especially the last three years I, I you know the no alcohol the the no partying really like I'll maybe party until 11 p.m or 12 three or four times a year now and, and I used to do it every weekend But even like cutting back my caffeine, all of those were numbing agents. So I I wouldn't feel what it felt like. So it's this this these negative feelings or this self-doubt or this this negative self-talk. I would be able to mask that through lowering my inhibitions and, and going out and drinking or some sort of substance or whatever it would be. Uh, and if you need those tools or, yeah it ha- I shouldn't even say tools if you need those crutches sometimes they can be tools but if you need those crutches to get through everything in life you're not you're not the complete version of yourself and these are all just my perspective so take them at whatever value you want this is my perspective on life and that's why I'm giving it out here um but if if you're not creating and you're not in your own lane and you're not uh, if you're not a creator, you're a consumer, which it's okay to be both sometimes. But just remember, if you're going, like I said, if you're going up next to these heavy hitters and you're going and you're walking to a room of fucking lions and you're that sheep, like just know that that's something that you gotta work on. And take those that feeling and those negative thoughts as motivation to keep moving and to do more. And that's what I've done over, the, over these last years. And I catch myself, I can walk into the room. With more people now that are of this successful level, like Joe Rogan level, you know, I haven't met Joe Rogan yet, but like that level. And nowadays, I try not to compare myself. It's hard. But I also love myself enough and I'm seeing myself enough and in the right light to have that overall confidence, to know I am doing the work. And that's the bottom line. You're not going to be a good rock climber if you don't rock climb. And there's plenty of these, you know, there's plenty of things out here in the world that you're not going to be a professional at something. So you're not going to be the best version of yourself if you're not doing those hard things uh, that you've always wanted to do or figure out what are those hard things that you want to do. Who's the hero of your story? Where you're going? What are you doing? When you start doing all those things that are on your bucket list and you start, uh, you know, you're not lying to people, you're not like pouring, uh, reaching out for external validation from everybody. You're not in a room and you need alcohol because you're insecure of what these other insecure people are thinking or doing. When you can just walk into any room, be yourself, uh, have conversation, but not have to have substances or not have to worry about what other people are thinking of you or are you pretty enough or this, that, and the other, and you get out of that mindset, that's true freedom. That's being present. And that's a real treasure. I don't think people necessarily want happiness. They want peace and they want peace of mind. And that's what we need in this world. We need to understand how to control chaos. Be okay with violence if it's necessary, in my opinion. Be ready for situations. Have situational awareness. Don't be a fucking zombie on substances constantly and not be able to handle yourself apparently find create a body worth worth your time create a body that you appreciate and you're very proud of if you're heavy and and uh or a little you know overweight or whatever it is and you're proud of your body cool good on you i'm not here to shame you um but if there's anything that makes you feel insecure figure out why the fuck you feel insecure and work on that and that's what's made me more of a complete person because now i don't have to bullshit when I'm, dr- you know, I don't drink, but now I don't have to, I don't need substances to sit down and talk to people. I can have deep intellectual conversations, not just surface area bullshit. And I actually want to, I can meet you for the first time, but I want to know about you because I want to hear about people now. It's not how much I can talk. It's how much I can listen, which is kind of funny because I'm doing a solo podcast right now, but it's not about me. It's about the people. It's about me creating the best version of myself to give back to people. And I know that now. And that's why I continue to succeed. And that's why I'm going to continue to grow. And I know there's going to be a million dollars in my bank before too long. Because that's what's going to happen. And that was one of my goals. But find out what your goals are. Who do you want to be? Create that person. And give that person back to the people. Learn to not be insecure. And if you are, it's okay. But you have to correct those insecurities. Without that, you're going to be a slave to your own mind constantly. And it's not happiness or sadness. It's, it's peace. It's peace of mind knowing that you're working hard to create the best life possible for you. Yes, we did all not start in the same place. Some of us got things handed to us. Others got things taken away. But it's your responsibility to move forward from whatever fucking situation you're in right now. Now with saying that, I want everybody to get up and do something awesome today or tomorrow. Give your kids an extra hug. Give yourself a hug. I love each and every one of you and you should love yourself. Thanks for listening. I believe in each and every one of you. Just remember to believe in yourself. As much as you work out, you must work in. This is Justin, and let's try to stay out of our minds.